0: It was my life, my time, my rights, my rhymes, my grind, my struggle, hustle, sweat, and my blood too. My predator snout spear, and I smell a lie. My competitors flexed, hid 'cause they smelt I was hot.
1: I want it all, excess, the sex, and much
0: self-sex. Dress up, I want it all, no less. So come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a little bonus episode of the Art Era Podcast where once again we decipher and dictate what Dirty Dave and his little pals were up to in 2004 as it's time for the ruthless Rag Sheet That's a rag sheet, brother! As we look at the dirt sheets between Bad Blood and our upcoming pay-per-view, The Great American Bash As always, I'm Dave and joining me, still in these isolation times but we're getting very, very closer to be able to see your ugly face again it's michael rag big sexy good evening
1: A backhanded compliment there <laughs> i can't wait to see your face as well
0: how are you doing, bro
1: i'm good how are you
0: i'm all right are you ready to talk some dirty, dirty, dirt sheets the is- month between well it's not even the month the fortnight between bad week.
1: blood and
0: great american bash Let's have let's a look get,
1: at these ruthless rag sheets.
0: Yeah, let's see how much is bullshit like we do every time. We'll get right into it then. 14th of June, 2004. An article posted by the one and only Messiah of Dirt Sheets himself. Dirty, dodgy Dave Meltzer. Um, he chimes in on the Observer that Chavo Guerrero Sr. pulled a no-show from yesterday's Smackdown brand house show in St. Louis. Um, he'd never notified the company officials... Uh, W.B. quickly came up with a plan to cover it by having Charvo Guerrero Jr. claim that his father was busy with women in the back. What a lad! So good son. Could he actually? Could that be legit though? Could he like? Could he be too busy and think? Ah, fuck it. I've had a couple of. Good, I've had a good run. I had a, a, the probably the run that I never imagined I'd have in W.B. Never uh, in would my, have got. Yeah, in my mid-sixties. Right. So fuck it. Yeah, I'm gonna start getting some mamasitas Why not? Why not? And also, Michael, at the same house show, WWE tried something new. Now, this is fucking amazing. I want to try and find a clip of this somewhere. Basically, they had Tony Wilson dress up as John Cena and deliver a rap before Cena's match. Now, Luther Reigns ran out, tried to stop her due to orders from Kurt Angle. However, she gave Reigns a low blow, slapped Angle, and then ran away. I need to see this. I want to see Tory Wilson come out and say yo, yo, yo
1: what, <laughs> what the worry.
0: actual fuck like, I know they use house shows to, to try stuff and Tread the to water. Kind of, yeah to get a gauge of what the audience kind of emotions is towards it and how they feel about it but Tory Wilson coming out dressed as John Cena Fugonomics delivered a yo, yo, yo oh my lordy that's fucking amazing why is that well there's probably a reason behind why it never made TV but <laughs> Why has that never times made you
1: think TV? She the tits?
0: Oh, um, oh a hundred times. What it did you she... Well, do you know that like, where Cena ends his raps by saying these nuts? Yeah. It's these tits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yo,
0: yo, yo. My name is Tony Wilson and what the heck? Um me my dad shagged Don Marie. What a fucking wreck. And now he's in heck. <laughs> um, moving on, Tuesday, June the 15th, thousand and four. PW Insider they report that the word from Springfield Illinois is that Chavo Guerrero once again knows how a house show without calling management. He's gone rogue. Chavo Cena has gone rogue. Apparently, no one in WWE, not even his son, has spoken to him in the last few days. And superstars are starting to get well. Apparently, so according to PW Insider, um, and apparently all the superstars backstage are starting to get a little bit worried about his current situation. Well, yeah, Although given his age. Well, there is that. Um, it's expected WWE will punish Guerrero for his absence. Uh, the greater concern right now, though, is what has actually happened to Charvo Cena. As it should um, be. See, I, I don't know. I think he just thought... I, well, as much as I agree, yeah, his health comes first and make sure his well-being is everything safe. I think that he's just having a bit of a party with a couple of girls from SmackDown. <laughs> and <laughs> he's, got bit, he's got a bit carried away. Him and Sable, they've, had a, they've got a bag of sniff, they've got eight carlin. And they've just got they've excited and then away. And before you know it, you got to bed on Monday and wake up Thursday. <laughs> and that's all Charbo's done. That's uh, all Charbo's Thursday. done. <laughs> yeah. Also, on the same day, it was reported by PWInsider.com that Mark Jindrak, your favourite heel, Michael, and everybody's, is being pushed by WWE management to become more of a heel. Basically, the feeling backstage is that he's not progressed as a superstar and he really needs to work harder to become a standout player.
1: Well, he's not done anything since he, he debuted. He made love to Teddy Long. That's it. In front of a mirror. <laughs> In
0: front of a mirror. And Michael, we mentioned this on our last episode, uh, the gallop to Great American Bash. Uh, Shawn Michaels, we were a bit like up an hour. Is he actually injured? Is he not? Well, PW Insider also reported that Shawn Michaels is not really injured. It was granted time off from WWE after his Hell in the Cell match against Triple H at Bad Blood. Uh, Michael signed a new one-year contract last week, but however, it is understood that he would be able to spend some time at home with his family and his wife before the birth of their child in the next month or so. Congrats Fucking, to both yeah. Fair play. Fair play. Now, I'm thinking more fair play to Vince McMahon for allowing someone to actually be a person. Yeah. Because like, there's always that story it, with Vince Russo, whether, whether it's ever legit or not, because you've always ever heard one side of it. Where Vince says, "I want to spend more time with my family," um, and Vince says, "Well, money you're making now, couldn't I couldn't got a nanny." And do or you know what I mean?
1: Or not being allowed to go to Owen's funeral?
0: Yeah, no, exactly. Um, I, I think, yeah, you've got to kind of applaud Vince McMahon for being a fucking human being for once. Um, it basically it appears that Michaels will be back in WWE around SummerSlam, uh, and the idea at the time is for him to work a program with Kane they've not had one yet have they I don't think like, can we not can we not go all out though can Michael's not turn like proper religious and be the feud that Mordecai and Kane should have
1: been Mordecai Mordecai and Taker
0: <laughs> no Mordecai and Kane because it's a different element of dead man isn't it. he's big dead Glenn Well, we've yeah, got big, de- big dead Mark he was set alight he's mentally tortured do you know what I mean but I, I'd like to see it from a religious angle just, cause, just for shits and giggles because wrestling backstage on the the same day by PW Insider and they they were they were hectic they were hectic apparently backstage the reason why Jerry Lawler and Jim Ross are now not wearing suits is part of the new dress code that WWE has implemented backstage now several critics backstage are saying that it's kind of an improvement because Lawler can now start wearing t-shirts and be a bit more relaxed because he's well past his prime to be in his ring gear
1: oh yes they should look the part they're presenting the show to an audience but
0: I feel like JR uh, it's one of them things where I always remember growing up JR or all the commentary team if it was Wrestlemania that's when yeah. they wore a suit that's when they put the tie on that's when everyone looks slick bro ah fuck it wear a t-shirt t-shirt. not fucking matter like, I always remember JR just wearing WWE merchandise
1: yeah usually it's a king shirt like, but...
0: like a shirt a shirt with the logo on or a polo shirt with the logo on um, it does seem over, over recent times that they've started wearing suits a lot more often, so I can kind of understand. Kind of understand. Michael, did you know that Triple H has got a movie lined up? I know he's got a movie lined up. And did you know that he won't be leaving to film his movie because his movie has been stopped? Because is of that public... because it's
1: shit? Coro- no, coronavirus. Coronavirus. I'm assuming this is about the Chaperone. Uh, did you have you watched the Chaperone? No, but I've... Well, I kind
0: of did. I gave it about 45 minutes-ish and then it was like it, it was the same with that big show film that it did. I think I gave that about half an hour and it just got too much. It was like it were like, like like any WB film, mm. apart from C No Evil. Uh, it's WB forced. It's forced humour. Like, look at this look at this scary man Monday to Friday on I'm tele- wrestling, but oh look at it, he's now a big funny guy. Yeah. It, like it works with certain certain wrestlers, like the the Miz in one of the Marines. I watched. I think I watched new enough of that in its entirety, and I was quite impressed. Cena when he yep. when he's when he's acting right. like the um, the Cena film where what would they call Cockblockers? I don't know if you've watched that where Cena and his where the seen, that, yeah the, the parents, parents parents yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that like, would piss funny. I really because Cena is very charismatic, but what they try and do is they turn someone that's very fucking rigid like Triple H, and he is rigid because all his humour is very forced. So when he's actually acting it, now he's, he's not the greatest of actors. He's a great wrestler, not a good actor. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, WWE are reporting, Michael, that Tommy Dreamer, again, uh, PW Insider on June the fifteenth, we've not ended? seen. Well, we've we've not seen Tommy for a while. Uh, it, it's one of them that you won't be shocked or surprised. I'm surprised he was still employed. Yeah, but there's loads of them that are like that. Like when Al Snow pops up every now and again. Yeah, we know he's in coach's back pocket. Of course. Of course. And coaches in Vince's back pocket, so yeah. basic, basically Al's Vince's guy. <laughs> yeah. Michael, we move on. Breaking news. Charvo Guerrero Sr. has been released from the WWE. Shocker. Well, in shocking, but not totally unexpected move, WWE informed Charvo Guerrero Sr. Uh, that this afternoon that they released him from his contract with the company. The release is most likely due to that Charvo missed two SmackDown brand house shows um, and... No word. is There's still no word what he's been doing, what he was up to. He's, it sounds like he's just gone, all right, yeah, fair enough, I'm out. Yes, he has He's on, come down. He's don't come down. Um But we mentioned this before on the last episode where it's nice now that they're moving. Obviously, we didn't know what we know now, but it was nice that Charvo and Ray, uh, they're moving away from the comedy of the last couple of months of Jacqueline
1: and Charvo Cena. Yeah, we're getting serious competitiveness now. Which is how it should be
0: because... Like, you're for a
1: belt, that's what it well, should be well, we,
0: men- we mentioned this on, uh, I think a couple of episodes ago where I missed the Smackdown cruiserweights of old, where they'd start the show, do you know what I mean you'd always get, and we mentioned how it was very Bischoff influenced, and WCW influenced mm. even though Bischoff's on Raw, where WCW used to start the show off with a high paced, fast, energetic cruiserweight match, Yeah WB Smackdown's
1: w- now stopped, stopping the start with the cruiserweights no, definitely, definitely Raw opens
0: well it's the we're all right at a minute because we're not we're not getting full-on raw promo opens but raw if you look at raw on the flip side raw's kind of moved away from solid triple h promo every week it's not about triple h at the minute it's all about ben and fucking eugene yeah now we move on michael to thursday june the 17th um now can you remember that little anti-cnbc promo that bradjo did yes well apparently the network are not quite happy um, UPN officials were said to be at least unhappy about John Bradshaw Layfield's promo. Um, JBL ripped CNBC for firing him and thurs his heel gimmick. Um, it's unknown at this time if the segment was toned down or will be edited for the live production of SmackDown. Um, although it was guaranteed that UPN isn't going to let someone like that air in its entirety. So Definitely what not. we what what we saw because we obviously we watch all the Raw SmackDowns on the network. So what editor. we saw, yeah, I'd, I'd love to. see. If anyone out there's got a it can find a rip of the unedited version
1: because oh, he spoke a lot of bollocks but said fuck all so if you actually said anything let us know yeah but is that not the most of jbl's promos yeah i guess he, so. sa- he
0: <laughs> says a lot of stuff but there's not much in it there's, there's, there's not much in it um moving on michael the same day we find out that kurt angle has been involved in a bit of backstage shenanigans um, mm. Basically, many backstage are questioning the v- validity of Kurt Angle's injury status. Um, PW Insider reporting that while it's obvious that it's not he's not one hundred percent, he initially told management that he would be getting neck surgery during the summer. However, Kurt told fans that he's not going to get surgery in the foreseeable future and should be good to go by SummerSlam. Thus, some backstage have reached the conclusion that he may have used the injury to his advantage as part of a work to limit wear and tear on his body.
1: Good on him. You. You- Letting your body heal itself. Yeah, but is this not the same Kurt Angle that's on a lot of drugs right now? I suppose so, yes. <laughs> yeah,
0: do you know what I mean? I, yeah, I love Kurt. You know, there's so much love for Kurt on this podcast, but let's be Do you know what I mean? We, we spoke about it many a times. Vince let him go for a reason. Because they were messed up. They were fucking yeah. messed up. And he got off the juice and you saw 5% Kurt Angle in TNA, body-wise. Vince
1: waited so long to get rid of him.
0: Well, they give him if so I remember, many chances. Rightly, yeah, he give him time and time again, he was like, "Look, we, we don't want to lose you." He, the, the fucking wrestling machine is one of the greatest, to, probably the greatest, who's picked it up in a short period of time and turned into an absolute fucking phenom. Probably the quickest. Absolutely, to pick it up. Uh, absolutely. Um, moving on, Michael. Uh, do you want an update on Eugene's gimmick?
1: I love it, Eugene.
0: Now it's a weird one. Basically, a comedians, uh, the lordsofpain.com, they've grabbed a quote from a comedian called Alex Laredo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically, for the past 10 years, him and his partner, David Francella, have been creating creating a show called the Psychotic Neurotics Comedy Show. Now, the most popular character on that show is Eugene, who's a mentally challenged actor who is played <laughs> by this Alex Laredo. Wow, now, they've
1: even changed the name.
0: Now... The similarities between Eugene and Nick Dismore's Eugene are daunting and Alex goes on to say it even gets better. Back in December, Dave and I spoke with Todd Resnick, an executive producer from Spike TV, and pitched our show to him. Now, he was interested in learning more, so we sent him a show reel and that had Eugene on it, or the Eugene character, as the strongest character in the show. Then Mr. Resnick then contacted them personally via mail and told us they'd decided to not run with it. But they've really liked our ideas and have an open-door policy with them to pitch
1: further concepts. Well, at least they've got you know, the open door so they can get more work sent to yeah. Spike S- so they've got that opportunity.
0: Send us more creative ideas. Uh, and they finished by saying that uh, shortly after, maybe a month or so, Nick Dinsmore revealed his Eugene character on Spike's Raw. Uh, they've spoken to our attorney and he, we're in the process of developing a case. Uh, this is a huge story. And when people see our Eugene character that was developed 10 years ago and is still very popular on our show, they will immediately reach the conclusion that Nick Dinsmore and WWE stole the character. Does Fucking
1: what? What? Uh,
0: what indeed? So we need to find that. We need to make it our mission in life, so- Michael, to find this so it's a comedy psychotic,
1: neurotics comedy show. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm, sp- I'm spending tomorrow evening searching for it. I imagine, I imagine it's going to take me some deep, dark, dirty places of the internet if I Google neurotic, erotic, fucking comedic, and all the, all the jazz words they use to describe the show. Shall we move on? John Bradshaw Layfield, he defends his Nazi gesture. How um, can you defend it? John Bradshaw Layfield appeared on Howard Stern's syndicated radio show this morning to speak about his recent firing from CNBC. While Stern interviewed several WWE wrestlers each year, he admitted to not watching WWE but rather recognising Layfield from CNBC. Throughout the interview, Stern was sympathetic to Layfield for his actions in Germany. Confirming that WWE had no part in scripting his actions, Layfield stated that he makes fun of everybody else, everybody that he can, and that his character is a cross between J.R. Ewing, Pat Buchanan, and David Duke.
1: Howard Stern says he doesn't watch WWE. I, I believe he does. He does, I feel like, have you heard yeah. that it's called AEW Backyard Fed? As I have not, yeah, He was asking about Goldust, and they said, oh, he's in AEW now, and Howard asked what that was, and he's told him it was a Backyard Fed, and he's now really sad for Goldust. Oh, really? Well, I always remember Howard
0: Stern interviewing various people during the Chris Benoit, stuff yeah. um i i it may have been through owen as well i think through the owen he may have interviewed a couple of people i know he's been doing that radio show for fucking
1: gazillions of fucking years since about when was radio first invented <laughs>
0: isn't Howard still like a, a, a fucking judge on America's Got Talent or someone like that
1: one of them Jews I'm
0: sure he is yeah I'm sure he's a ju- I always remember watching him pop up on someone like that ages ago and thinking fucking hell is that not him that interviewed with wrestlers <laughs> didn't know him from any of, any other background apart from that Michael this is quite a, a shocking storyline uh, storyline even a shocking news article if you were living in Canada uh, WWE Canada has announced that they will not be carrying the two new WWE pay-per-views the Great American Bash and the new Roe brand pay-per-view, which we know is Vengeance. The reason's being blamed on the contract that was signed and events will be carried by Cineplex uh, Adion Cinemas, if I've said that correctly. Um, basically, uh, for $11.95, plus, plus tax, Canadian dollar, you can go to the cinemas to watch the next two upcoming pay-per-views, it sounds, because they're refusing to air it on pay-per-view TV, which is fucking mental. But on the flip That's side... Crazy. How amazing would it be to go and watch, like, uh, fucking WrestleMania in Cinemax? That'd be Polic. awesome. Do you know what I mean? It'd be fucking quality. I don't imagine Cinemax and stuff like that is a thing in 2004. In IMAX. Yeah, but in IMAX, yeah, that'd be amazing. 360-round fucking screen. It'd be fucking quality. 4D,
1: Raise guns for its spear. Looks like he's charging through speed at you. Ah, oh, watch it in 3D. That'd be mental. Fucking mental. Uh, on June the 21st,
0: 2004... ESPN, they ran a news piece on Brock Lesnar trying out for the NFL. Now, The Rock was interviewed on the subject, and he said that even though it would still be very difficult for him to make it, it wouldn't be impossible. When asked about steroid use, Lesnar has said they could bring him a cup and he would happily piss in it. (laughs) (laughs) And that piss would turn out fucking bright orange. See,
1: I, don't, I don't, I can actually that, imagine him saying that as well. That's the see, thing.
0: I don't believe that Lesnar, at this time, was on any form of steroids. No, he's just a genetic monster. It's, you can see, like, Lesnar now is a big ball of fucking water. There's not much muscle defi- Don't get me wrong. I would not like to meet that cunt in the dark alley. No. But he's now, like, he had so much more definition in his frame in 2002, 3-4. Than he has now when he comes back in 20... even when he made his return in 2015, 16, or whatever it was. Oh, was it fucking hell? Was it that long ago? Oh. Jesus. But even then, he had so much water in his body. They weren't much. He's, he's, he's kind of turned into a more of a unit than more of a chiseled fucking beast. He's always been a unit. Oh, he's always been a beast. Like, I've always said, I feel sorry for Sable because she's never been biggest to women. And oh my God. Jesus Christ in hell. Michael, did you know the WWE? has made some amendments to its bio section of WB.com. I didn't know. Well, the boys at the Observer are reporting that WB has removed the bios of Lance Storm, Rodney Mack, and Tommy Dreamer from the Raw Superstars page, as well as Johnny Nitro. Well, now
1: We, d- we saw o- Johnny Nitro get fired.
0: Well, the only one removed from SmackDown has been Chavo, Chavo Cena. Yeah. Because, obviously, we know he's legit been released. But uh, Rodney Mack... Where, I, where, has he still got a job? Well, not anymore, obviously. <laughs> I,
1: even, I thought he got fired long ago.
0: When was the last time we saw Rodney Mack?
1: Uh, I want to say Bad Blood, 2003, <laughs> when he was with Nowinski and Long. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Mac attack.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that, is that probably because what happened when Nowinski happened? and I, I think about the same period of time they both disappeared. Because yeah. we, had, we had Teddy Long's fucking little group that he tried that started with Delo and ended up with Nowinski. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it amazes me that Rodney Mack, is, still, we must have obviously signed a couple of year deal or whatever and they've just let his contract run out and I imagine they've released him, but we might never see Rodney Mack again, Michael. Are you heartbroken?
1: Mm, I hope we get some work uh, outside no. of
0: WWE. Yeah, but he's still getting work now. I seen some indie fed post something on social media not long ago. Him and Jazz in a mixed tag. It Jazzy NWA. I think so. I think isn't she the NWA Women's Champion. She
1: was last time I checked. Yeah, I think she is. I think she is. Please let us know on social media who the current NWA N- Women's N- Champion N- is. Women's Champion. It's been that long since NWA was on. Well, Michael,
0: as we speak about Rodney Mac, June the twenty fifth. We are only mere hours away from our next pay-per-view. The current talk backstage in the Raw locker room is to give Rodney Mack a new gimmick once he returns to the Raw roster. So it's been reported that they've removed the Rodney Mac bio from the official Raw Superstars page in order to set up the new gimmick. Now, how exciting will this gimmick be? Well, the latest word indicates that Mac's new gimmick will be a spin-off of Junkyard Dog. <laughs> basically he's going to be a dog and jazzy's going to be a trainer he's going to be on a lead man <laughs>
1: so it's the Basham's wet dream
0: well apparently he he worked as red dog in ecw towards the end of the promotions run this sort of, this boy yeah but that was the, a rapper gimmick red dog in and i i didn't watch a lot of that Once just incredible became ecw champion that was my time to turn off because you're not a fucking main eventer, fucking bro. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't, so I need to go back and look at this. So apparently Rodney Mack was a dog in ECW, and Jazz was his fucking handler. <coughs> <coughs> like Titus O'Neil and Rodney Mack could form a fucking faction. So that has been a bit of dirt sheet madness from that very short two-week period between bad blood and our next pay-per-view the great american bash we hope you enjoyed the gallop to the, the great american bash where we looked at the two weeks of our own smackdown um like share subscribe and do all that jazz but michael if they don't where can they find us on social media on all forms of social media it's
1: at riera
0: podcast that is it and until next time which will be the great american bash where it's all about divas in american flag bikinis i've been dave that's
1: been big sexy until then only you can throw the Iraq invasion in UGO's Starship Troopers 2. Beat the bugs, sweepstakes. <laughs> Peace out, people. Ruthless aggression.
0: was my life, my time, my rights, my rhymes, my pride, my struggle, hustle, sweat, in my blood, soothing. My brain is spilled, I smell a lot. My competitors fled, they smelled I was hot, I wanted all. The sex and what's
1: sex stress. I want it all, no less. So come on.